0: Shit that Dad Podcast. podcast.
1: G'day, g'day, welcome to the Shit Dad Podcast where we hear fatherhood experiences through the eyes of average Aussie blokes. I'm Nick, father of three kids, two, four and six, married and I am depressed now about how many Pokemon there are. (laughs) There's like double since we were kids.
2: (laughs) Can't remember them all. (laughs) I'm Cam, husband of four years and father to a three-year-old and a one-year-old and I am an expert Lego builder.
1: Yes, I love it. So last episode, we spoke to Scott, father of two, with a story to tell of support through a tough journey and prioritising family time to make memories.
2: Now, if you're enjoying the shitdaddery, find the follow button, keep the steam train full of bluey paraphernalia rolling. We're always open to feedback suggestions and shit dad stories and shitdad jokes. So send those stories or jokes through to shitdadpod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram messages at shitdadpod jokes
1: now uh we i've got a few um things this week cam but i want to start with the dad stuff quote do you have a dad stuff quote for us no not this
2: week mate. i was gonna look at yours
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm actually out as well but uh <laughs> maybe a guest got something so this episode's called um dad Source saw, dad sauce dynamo so we're talking to Sam, the uh, legend behind the Instagram page Dad Source. So Sam, welcome.
3: Thanks guys. Yeah, cheers for having us on.
1: Awesome. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, mate?
3: Yeah, so uh, thirty years old, father of one little boy who's progressed from his turbo rolling to turbo crawling, and, uh, running a mark around the house. Um, yeah, I'm a physiotherapist on the Gold Coast and. Um, So I just start up uh, a dad's kind of space, I guess. I just thought that there was nothing really out there and yeah, just documenting my journey.
1: Love that. Nice. Awesome. Well, it's really good to have you on because um, we've we've been following you for a little while now and you've got some really good stuff, mate. So we'd, we'd love to share your point of view with anyone who listens to the pod. Might be 10 people, might be zero people, I don't know, might be a million people, but it'd be awesome to if you can help one person out there with um, with what you're trying to get across. But we're going to start with something a little bit light today. So I'd like to kick it off with a bit of...
0: Fuck this shit, I'm out Mm-mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out No thanks Don't mind me I'ma just grab my stuff and leave Excuse me, please Fuck this shit, I'm out Nope Fuck this shit, I'm out <laughs> All right then oh. I don't know what the fuck just but, happened Man,
1: <laughs> dead set That was stuck in my head for about four oh, I'm not even going to say in time It was just like after last episode It was stuck in my head all day And it was glorious <laughs> But um, yeah, so we're going to start off with our "fuck this shit, I'm out" segment, um, and I asked Sam prior to going on there if he'd had, if he's got a moment this week, and I'd love to kick it off with Sam.
3: Oh, look, top of the mind actually. Like it was actually yesterday, so I spent the day down at the beach, and um, you know, came home, uh, jumped in the shower. Everyone's all clean, ready to relax, and yeah, just thought. Oh, all right, August. It's time for you to run free and let that nappy rash kind of you know, air out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, Turn my head. Yeah, turn my head for at least like one second. I, I feel maybe two. I don't know. He and he's made his way onto the carpet and uh, let go just the steamer. It's just <laughs> proper proper pile of shit just sitting there.
1: Amazing <laughs>
3: and <laughs> they looking have... at me. <laughs> With just a smirk on his face, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm dead dead This thing wasn't wasn't solid. This was a, <laughs> this was a liquid. Steamer. And they,
1: they always have to and, find the carpet, don't they? <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, that's
3: it. And I mean, I just yeah, you you brought that up with me. The, the fuck this shit, I'm out. And yeah, I mean, that it was that. I just <laughs> picked him up, put him in the shower, hose him down. So i wasn't
1: i wasn't cleaning that one up. <laughs> Oh, that's all you can do too isn't it it's, it's one of those times where you feel like you wish you could um take the pressure cleaner inside <laughs> doesn't always work though but that's uh, yeah that's a great one mate. good yeah. start
2: what about you cam um mine's actually happened tonight so it's been a big week big weekend um Normally we're really good when the kids go to sleep, we'll clean up, you know, there be toys everywhere and we'll just, you know, pair off. One does the kitchen, one does the bathroom, one does the outside, make sure everything kind of just looks nice again. Um, but tonight, after bed My wife said Fuck this I'm out She's gone straight to bed herself And I just I look around And I see crap everywhere I'm like I don't care I'm not touching any of it And this was also After I Cleaned up dog vomit On our carpet Oh well. nice. <laughs> It's one of those Let it be Let You're it right. be That's right Yeah So I feel you mate Around the around the, the carpet Issue as well, Ooh, literal shit. everywhere and
3: any any carpet cleaners, like hit us up get
1: <laughs> <laughs> that <they> stain out. <laughs> That's right. I want mates' rates because I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you on retainer. <laughs> 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 now, my f this I'm out moment this week uh, came yesterday when I thought I was being top doggy daddy and um, disciplining my son to perfection. So he said some choice words to mummy and she wasn't too happy about it and I just decided to get the dad voice on and get some, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't want to go too hard but he knew, he knows when I'm cross and so he started running in the stairs straight upstairs, no worries and I was like downstairs going, yeah, that's right you know, <laughs> in, just to myself and um, about 10 minutes, I said, you stay up there for 10 minutes and think about what you've done I don't want you talking to mummy like that anymore as you do 10 minutes later, I'm sitting there going, he is surprisingly quiet. And it, any parent knows if a kid <laughs> is that quiet, it's not good. Something's wrong. <laughs> so I've gone upstairs, taken the calm approach and being like, all right, you're, are you okay, mate? Like, uh, have you thought about what you've done? And he's just sitting there with like this grimace on his face. I was like, I just snapped straight away. I went from calm daddy to what the, have you done daddy? He's looked at me taken one step to his left and there was red crayon all over the wall there was like two or three pictures on the wall this is a six-year-old boy right so he knows he is fucked up (laughs) anyway i was like i got upstairs i was filthy and um i was like i almost chased him to his room because he knew i was pissed off so i've like run up the stairs and he's run to his room anyway i've sort of followed him to his room and i've looked to my left and just gone fuck this shit i'm out he's drawn arrows Oh, no. In red crayon, from the stairs to his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just in case he forgets the way, it was not. Horror oh, no. it was literally a horror scene. But yeah, that's our uh, <laughs> yeah, that's our moments this week. Awesome. So if you uh, if anyone else has a fuck this shit I'm out moment, feel free to send it through to us. Um, we'll go through all our socials shortly. But um, I think it's time to uh, get into this discussion for the week. Um, you might notice that Sam is sounding um like he's on the phone it's course he is we're doing this meeting on teams like the businessmen we are um yeah so basically sam lives on the gold coast but we still really wanted to chat to him um so we got him on teams tonight um for our maiden mobile interview so let's uh, if if you're wondering why he sounds a little bit a
2: little bit not
1: the same as us that's why
2: right all right, let's get stuck in. So, first first topic of discussion, mate, pregnancy and first year. Um, so, yeah, keen to keen to get an understanding, you know, you're on your, your first baby, um, how that kind of journey's been for you because um, we know there's a few things in there, um, things around the labor and, and things you've been through. So, keen to hear about that kind of story that you've had.
3: Yeah, for sure, yeah. It's like um, so first baby, uh, we... I guess, uh, we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into with the, um, I guess the pregnancy and stuff like that, because, uh, being a physio, you, you do kind of learn a little bit about it. But obviously for my partner, she was like reading all books and, uh, she had a lot of podcasts that she was, uh, uh, you know, listening to day by day. And then, um, yeah, I guess we did a, we did a calm birth course as most people do when they don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just uh it, it kind of all went well all leading up to the birth. I think it was just um one of those ones where you hear about all this morning sickness and you know aches and pains. I think you guys had this lightning crutch thing. Yeah. My partner had that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I had <laughs> I no idea what it was. It sort of made up.
0: <laughs> it does yeah, sound made sort up. up. <laughs> yeah. It was
3: yeah, it's a good one, but um but yeah, all all this stuff and 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 it was all normal up until, I guess, the, the actual labor itself, which happened on um, New Year's Eve, which was, which was epic. Um, you know, New Year's Eve was all uh, normal, I guess. We just did, uh, at work, working away, and partner was uh, due, like, I think it was due on,
0: like,
3: 5th, January 5th. But anyway, so got home and luckily didn't have too many beers that night, as you uh, normally do. New Year's Eve that's
1: unbelievable yeah
3: (laughs) yeah and then uh, New Year's Eve yeah she woke up to water breaking I think I fell out of bed and then fell into the wall and then fell pretty much all over the house because it was just water and (laughs) all of that but um but yeah so it it turns in about 20 minutes we were in the car shooting off to the hospital which was pretty intense um you know started off all uh I guess uh no laws broken and then by the end of it I think I was running red lights and driving <laughs> you know, 40 and 50 k's over the speed limit
0: yeah,
3: yeah, firework yeah. going off in the distance as <laughs> yeah, partner that walked in and she was fully dilated so wow. we had what's called a precipitous labour which is labour that um, and birth that is all done all curtains at three hours or under three hours so wow um, and yeah so and he was a big boy too like I'm I'm six or four so you know, wasn't really expecting a like a little uh, pocket rocket. It was, it was a, a four kilo, uh, four kilo the boy behemoth. Oh, yeah, it came out pretty quickly, so there was potential for some quite a bit of damage, but luckily there was nothing there. And yeah, it was all happy days, but I guess, um, yeah, it was pretty stressful at the time because, in my head, with all the training that I've had, I, I knew all the risk factors because we deal with that stuff um, when there is you know some significant um, tears and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, that happen um, due to the you know, not allowing the body to kind of morph um, or stretch I guess during the whole uh, the course of labour and yeah I'm just there just packing shit pretty much thinking no oh, no this is not going this is going too quick but luckily uh, yeah it was all, all happy days and uh, came out New Year's Day so lucky bastard's got a, a public holiday on his birthday, <laughs> which is...
2: Easy to remember too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like how old is he? you just got to
1: count. <laughs> that means you got to pay him double time and a half, mate. That's pretty
3: much it, yeah. Extra birthday yeah, money.
1: That's, that's it. Looking forward
3: to the beers,
2: so. <laughs> so did having, like being a physio and having that background, like you know, you said you knew some things that could happen or, you know, the stress that it has on the body... Did that like? Did you think that made you more like you know more worrisome because you know that, or did it did it give you like a bit of safety in that you know you know from a more scientific side of it?
3: Yeah, I, I think I don't know. I think it's sometimes it's the less you know the better, like the quote of famous entertainment father song. But um, yeah. but yeah, really, like I, I feel like sometimes because I, I know a little bit about like you know what could happen. Um, it's like anything, like even sometimes when I get injured myself, like I, I'm trying to diagnose it and trying to work it out, but I'm sure like tradies out there, they just get on with the job, whereas I'm just like, oh, I should probably do this or that. But um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, my partner, Eliza, when she was going through labor, you know all this stuff that um, I think in the moment, uh, like when we were first there, it was all good, but Think the speeding in in the car just kind of uh, you lose uh, you lose all train train of
0: thought.
3: Mm. Yeah, so, um, so it was pretty intense, but um, it, it was, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I guess I was just going to and fro, like just getting a little stressed out, thinking of consequence, and then just like coming back of knowing that she needs you as the the kind of the rock or the grounder or someone that can kind of pull her back from yeah. you know, between contractions and whatnot.
2: Yeah, right. And um, so that was obviously an intense um, birth. Do, what, what kind of things did you do personally to prepare to become a dad?
3: Yeah, so I read a few books myself. Um, I was interested in I think there was a, a book called um, uh, uh, Becoming a Father or what? The, uh, father, yeah, Fatherhood for Dummies, or read that one. <laughs> read a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of books there's a a good um good website that a friend gave me that uh, on a, uh find books online downloaded the, uh, this one was almost yeah there we go redefining fatherhood yeah which is which was a book about like how fatherhood has changed from the way it used to be to where it is now and I think that's what probably brought me to thinking you know um that source could be a, a bit of a, a bit of a thing that, um, you know, the whole the way that fatherhood is these days, where dads really want to be more involved in their raising of their kids. There's almost that complete change in direction of the way that my dad brought me up. So yeah. I'm not sure about you guys, but but yeah, that's um, yeah, it was it was all about secondary caregiving and, and providing and. Too much about you know being there around the times when um, you know you, you want them there, like you know dinner time and whatnot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Much more kind of active role. I think mm. a lot of dads these days, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah. And I think it might even be the reason why there is quite a big. Um, oh, I feel like there's a bit of a spike in anxiety, depression amongst dads, and a little bit of awareness that's been going, you know, pretty well with men's mental health in general, but. Um, I guess yeah like uh, I think um, now that we're having to split multiple different apps you know working providing but also wanting to be there it almost creates a little bit of a undercurrent of anxiety
2: yeah I'd agree with that mm. yeah. yeah, definitely so um, you you know you've got a you know speaking of like you know providing and all that you know for your work you've got to be physically kind of strong and fit um, how do you cope when you get injuries yourself or any kind of dad injuries or well, what's your favourite dad injury you've seen <laughs>
0: uh,
3: I've, I've had a bit of uh, um, conceiving conceiving injuries uh, they've, they've been pretty funny uh, <laughs> but I don't know if I can I can pass those ones off but yeah lower back ones are, you know some uh, some been trying to conceive for the last six months and you know, pull them back out, type thing.
0: <laughs> but, um,
3: but yeah, the, um, I think the standard one is just like the, the neck, the neck one from just holding the baby essentially. And, um, and the classic one is, I guess, the, the lowering the baby down into the crib. But it, it, that's just, that's they just put their body the art, on the line. Like, mm. Yeah, they just put their body on the line pretty. I like, can, it, it just gets them, I don't know, like they, they come in here and then they finally open up and, and they're not even aware of what caused the injury you have to really unravel it. But most of the time it's just that crib is you know, just set way too low for these. that They're trying to lower that kid down and, yeah. and make sure they're still asleep.
1: That's right. Or oh, them. What, Adam, what Adam. about the tall guys? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got to get like a little doggy
1: door for your kid or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just it just doesn't work. Wait, and Dad hacks is later, man. <laughs> <to>
3: save it. <laughs> Look, I'm full of them. I'll keep on going. We'll just note that one down. Yeah, That's no, it. I'm going to write
2: that for sure. Yeah, right. So you definitely see those most common kind of injuries for people coming to you. Is um is that like you know first child or you know with, with second kids as well? You notice that you know a couple of months in people are getting those injuries.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, first child is, it's normally the lower back, um, lower back and, uh, and also just in general, kind of, they're trying to get, um, they're, they're really stressed essentially and they're coming in and if they've got a little niggle, it turns into a big niggle. Um, whether it be, uh, just, yeah, shoulder pain or whatnot. But the, the dads that have been around, um, they've got a couple of kids. They're generally the ones that are uh, going back into, you know, uh, a particular exercise, you know, they're, they're trying to regain their fitness. They're trying to lose the dad board, so to speak. But they're trying to return to what their peak level.
1: Um, <laughs> this is and, all too familiar. And they're, they're the,
3: they're, <laughs> these are the ones that, that tend to get, like, the, uh, you know, the, the plantar fasciitis, if you might have heard that, or yep. pain, the shin splints, the... You know the rotator cuff injuries; they're the ones that you know you get the more overuse sort of injuries because they're coming back from not doing a lot.
2: Yeah, definitely feel that. Yeah. Too relatable. <laughs> this is too relatable. And what do you do yeah, personally no, um, for, um, for yourself, mate? From a dad what point of view, to look after yourself?
3: Oh, uh, look, I kind of live by a bit of a mantra, and I guess I don't know. It's uh, something that my uncle kind of passed on to me. Like he, he always said. Something like healthy body, healthy mind, healthy work, healthy business, or something. He's a bit of an entrepreneur himself. Um, Bit of a, I think it's called Childcare Desktop or something like that. But he started that up from scratch, and I kind of uh, I liked that, but took it, I took my own meaning on it. But um, so it's by I guess the three M's of you know trying to learn something new each day. So thirty minutes of reading, whether it be in the morning or or at night. I get 30 minutes of exercise in, um, generally high intensity exercise, but some days you just, you know, you just want to go for a walk. And then uh, 30, uh, 30 minutes of mindfulness. So I meditate in the mornings generally. Um, it's always good to meditate as well when you're trying to put a screaming kid to bed. <laughs> and that's that multitasking.
1: What's your go to meditation?
3: In, oh, I think the the grounding technique, I think the breathing styles uh, that have the, the five senses as well. Um, so breathing, deep breathing techniques are probably nice
0: to
3: calm um, things down. You can do it anywhere as well. Which is nice. But someone um, once told me as well that you've got to look for um, things that are reoccurring in your day. So for me, it's um, arch archways or door frames or something like that or, or washing my hands the things that I do like regularly during the day and I can just implement like a really quick 30 seconds of you know some sort of mindfulness technique that I've learnt whether it be deep nasal breathing or you know, I'm just feeling my feet in my shoes or something but, um, but yeah, yeah so every time I walk through an archway I just you know it just jogs my memory a bit so that, that's that's what I do on a daily basis but, um, but yeah cheers a fan and you're grasping at straws sometimes like there's there's not much you can do when uh, when your kid's screaming in your ear other than just breathe i guess
0: yeah that's uh-huh. true
1: yeah. i've actually seen on your instagram page was it you with the uh the little fella in the ergo doing squats at the park
3: yeah yeah that, that was true in lockdown <laughs> you gotta find a spot yeah
1: <laughs> love a good lockdown workout yeah no
3: that's it you gotta gotta look, find, a, find a time to do it and um give uh, mum some space as
1: well
2: so, yeah, yeah that's a biggie and do you think because you're you obviously very consistent with that approach um, probably a lot more consistent than other dads um, do you think because you do that and you, you prioritise that make time for it every day for all those three things um, that stops you from getting stressed as easily or like you know if we talk about our couple no, no definitely
3: not I, I think if no one's immune to it like everyone no matter how like then they, I guess they're they're still going to have fluctuations, and and it's more about just I guess being okay with those times that and having those strategies. Like I oh, here I am verbalising it with you guys, but some people out there that they they have strategies, but they're generally not um, they're not appropriate. I guess they could be raising your voice or you know, walking out um, of a conversation or punching a wall doing something crazy like that but yeah I guess I'm, I'm verbalizing my techniques which is you know exercise, or so mindfulness and, and all of this but but yeah it doesn't stop me from getting stressed myself mm-hmm. I just know that I'm a better person when I do it. so
0: yeah.
3: I, I think um, yeah it definitely comes from you know those like trying to seek those kind of uh, strategies I guess because wanting to change who I was I guess I was a bit I don't know. I was a bit of a person that would walk out of conversations if they weren't going well or, you know, bottle up emotions until it all exploded, just like most, I guess, people do or men do.
1: Yeah. Very relatable. Everyone talks about the, the mother having the pregnancy journey, but the dad's just as important. Like, obviously, we're not carrying the kids, but um, we're there in a more of a support role until the kids are born. But we also like to talk uh, mental health. And... One of the massive reasons we got you on here to have a chat is your outlook on mental health is phenomenal. Um, the whole point of your Instagram page is seems to be to um, to sort of stamp out the stigma. Can you you brushed over it a bit before? Can you tell us what is Dad Source on Instagram?
3: Yeah. So the purpose is, look, like I mentioned, Eliza. She has friends, family members, everyone kind of inboxing her like. Hey, you should watch this podcast or listen to this and you know, you guys weren't around when I was uh, going through pregnancy or anything like that and I'm um, all my mates are in Sydney and I'm the first of my friends to, to have a kid and families in Sydney too. No one's really inboxing mates, um, you know, hey, you should listen to this dad bit uh, podcast or this read this dad book and it just seems like um this endless stream of information for, for Eliza and For me like there was nothing I had to turn to Google and search and there wasn't really anything out there for the Aussie dad so like stop it let's let's just document what I'm learning and I've got a little bit to to put up there myself and you know create I guess a page where you know the the book can be wrote and people can find a little space for the like I guess a mindful approach to becoming a dad and look I'm not I'm not an expert at all and what I'm trying to do is to, you know, create an avenue for other dads to learn a little bit and, I don't know, have a laugh as well, but it's pretty much exactly what you guys are doing, but, you know, you're doing the podcast packaging. I'm I'm doing, like, an Instagram page. um,
1: Yeah. Yeah, love it. So um, do you – I was talking to you a little bit um, about it just off the air and um, talking about helping dads feel in control um, and feel their worth – um,
3: yeah. So I guess the problem, like I was just thinking, like the problem is that dads just feel as though they're overwhelmed. Like every day can relate to being overwhelmed, time poor, and stressed. And the whole idea of that source is to feel in control, um, feel as though uh, they're, they're not failing, um, and, and just to feel as though they're, you know, they're, they've got their shit together really they're able to kind of turn to it and and go oh yeah like how's this bit of advice how's this bit of um you know childhood development um sort of thing and and yeah shit like it's not just all about the kids and and, the, and, the, and uh and the mum it's um it's also about the dad and you know you you've got to be the best version of yourself and if you're not um looking after yourself then and that's definitely um, going to reflect on your whole family. And if you really care about them, then, yeah, just start, start working on yourself. And the whole idea, yeah, is to give, I guess a little bit of a place where people can gain inspiration, I guess. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm just put my thoughts out there and hopefully it resonates.
1: No, it's good. We've had a, lot of, oh, a couple of guests now that um, have spoken through um, sort of figuring out yourself and delving deep into your own sort of issues first but um, it's really important to voice them as well but um, we're talking to a couple of guests as well about uh, postpartum depression uh, in men so do you have anything to add on that one?
3: Yeah so I mean I think uh, yeah uh, there's some stats out there that I found interesting and look uh, when we were going through um, frequency it was when COVID was kind of kicking off and, you know, it was interesting. I've got mates over in uh, Canada as well that had you know, the birth of their child that they were barred from actually going in and, and uh, being there for the delivery. So, yeah. and it was interesting because one of my experiences was that they, they weren't going to let me in for, you know, the first ever midwife consultation that we were going to have, which is, kind of this ordeal, like I'm not that sentimental and I didn't think it was going to be such a big experience, but like when you get told that you're not allowed to be there, just, you know, it just felt a little bit weird. And yeah, so it's interesting because they, they screen mums for, for depression uh, because they seem to think that, well, but it's true. Like obviously the mum's got a massive role to play, but, uh, but I think they neglect the fact that, you know, dad's, they have a just as big a role to play in making sure that that kid comes up and, and is raised really well. And if, like I said, the stats: there's one in ten dads suffer postpartum depression, and uh, one in seven mums. But but it seems like mums are are gaining all the you know the attention. And when you talk about postnatal depression, it seems synonymous with like mums. But yeah, there's dads out there suffering from it too. So yeah, just sort of raise awareness. And, um, you know, it's it's okay to speak and and to call a friend and chat. You know, like I said, I I probably I don't I don't I don't know if I've suffered myself, but um, but yeah, I guess you know, living away from your family, and COVID going on, and isolated nice from your friends, like I guess I probably have. But, but yeah,
1: it's always good to like you don't even have to call someone and talk about mental health because it is a weird thing to talk about ring up your mate and go yeah I'm, I'm kind of struggling like it is it's okay to do that but like not many guys are going to do that you know it's it's better to just call a mate and talk yeah, about something you've got in common Yeah, just, just a normal chat with a, another bloke who you've got something in common with it usually does the job yeah
3: yeah one one thing that I learned somewhere where I learned this one from but, but it's to ask three questions so like you can call a mate and just you know, generally you're like, "Oh, like, how's your weekend?" Like, "Oh, yeah, it was good." And then you just ask another question, "Oh, yeah, how's your, how's your partner doing?" Yeah, she's, yeah, and work. Like that. And and it's real superficial, but if you stay on topic and ask three questions around that specific topic, so yeah, how's work going? Like, oh, yeah, it's pretty pretty full On. Yeah, why is that? And you can delve a little bit deeper into the conversation and. Really, kind of bring out, I guess, that that thing that you were just saying there. You know, no one's going to say to you that they're struggling, but if you start asking questions, and maybe you will bubble to the surface a bit.
1: It's like that um, that duck analogy. The like most blokes do this. It's they look cool, calm, and collected, floating on the water, very all majestic and shit. And the, <laughs> but then you look yeah. you look underwater, and the old feet are going paddling yeah. furiously. Yeah. yeah.
3: What what? The? Fuck am I even doing
1: and yeah. what am I doing? Am I doing yeah. it right? Am I oh no. What's the miss is gonna say? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, so I guess if you think about it, like yeah, I have had those thoughts like like trying to put the kid down that's fine and that only wants food to go to bed. Like I don't have food. So like what oh, oh, I feel like that that's it. That's case closed like you know, you feel as though you're failing at that. There's so much um much that I guess um, dads can do that they can help, and actually in those early days it's pretty full on, and I guess that's where the stat comes from.
0: Yeah,
1: no, definitely. Um, do you what are you what are your thoughts on uh, a bit of rough and tumble with the the young mate? <laughs> do you think that, that yeah, helps yeah. them coming from dad or mum?
3: Yeah, look, there's yeah, there's definitely uh, benefits both ways, but um,
1: it's interesting that
3: the study that's lady down in that. Hello,
1: Sam. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, we uh, we're in the dark over here. Palm oh. Beach has just gone oh, no.
0: full on
3: Armageddon style. There's just zero lights anywhere. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in, Stay in case safe I- out there,
3: everyone. <laughs> I reckon.
1: Yeah. Well, in case anyone was wondering, uh, the change in topic uh, suddenly. I've edited out most of it, but. Um, Sam had a massive blackout on his end of the line, and we've had to change it up. And I'm calling him from my phone now. So, um, yeah, Sam, where where we left off was the uh, the dad, the importance of um, like dad's bit of rough and tumble with dad and cognitive development in the the youngins.
3: Yeah, so there's um, I was I was just saying yeah, that's actually it's it's good for mum to get involved as well. So it's not just dads, but Um, a researcher uh, down in Newcastle uh, University uh, called Emily Freeman she's been kind enough to uh, you know uh, pass on one of her recent studies which is looking at dad's play and the systematic review as to you know it's like the highest level of evidence as to what what is actually happening with with play and the different types of it which I'll be kind of releasing I guess on on Instagram in in a sec but yeah, so i release. like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the whole the whole thing is that it, it's cognitive development that um, that dads can can actually uh, you know enhance from just playing around, rough and tumble. So there are different types of play that you know that that kids um, if they if they miss that from their dads, then they won't develop as uh, as uh, fully uh, as, as they probably should. So. Yeah, it was rough and tumble play, and I think there was one other one. Can't remember. I think off the top of my head. All my all my screens are down at the
1: moment. <laughs> Blackout, playing yeah. havoc over there. No, that's okay. Um, I do. I did want to get your point of view talking about that. Um, your view on sort of changing hats between work, Sam, and Dad, Sam.
3: Yeah. So. So I guess work, Sam, is like seeing 50 clients in a week and then you got to go home and then become the, the dad who's, you know, and this is what it's touching on, I guess, that um, the difference between, um, you know, the Redefining Fatherhood book that I read uh, while um, my partner was pregnant but the change from my dad and I guess your dad's as well where you, you go home and instead of just... Well, up stumps and your job's done. You've provided it's. You want to be, want to be there like eye level with your kid, playing with him and being um, being present, I guess. And and that's the the role of the dad. And then as soon as the kid goes to bed, there's the the role of you know the the partner, the you know keep that relationship going, which which is definitely it changes. Obviously, um, you guys, I'm sure you're aware what it's like, you know, pre kids versus post kids, the relationship happens. Yeah, it takes, I guess, a, a second fiddle to, to looking after the kid. And, and it's a bit of a juggle, like jumping, jumping all the time. And, and that's where I guess uh, most dads kind of forget to kind of, you know, put themselves first as well. Like, um, so there's, you know, all your clients and you're, you're working, putting every one of those clients before you and then your kid, obviously, and then your partner. Mm. But you're forgetting to put yourself forward, so it's, it's hard. But there's only 24 hours in a day, and you have got to That's sleep right. as well.
1: So I was yeah. I was wondering to get your uh, your point of view as well on um, the the other two hats that I was thinking about. Was oh yeah, what the, are
0: these?
1: <laughs> they're a little bit lower on the uh, and a bit more accessible on the uh, on the hat rack. But it's um, the authority hat changing to the old fun time Johnny hat. So how quickly can you switch between? Angry Dad and Fun Time Johnny.
3: Oh, that's uh, depends, I guess. Uh,
1: depends how, bad, <laughs> yeah, how naughty they are. on the situation, the
3: context. <laughs> I mean, if my kid's drawing on the wall with crayons and shit, it'd be pretty uh, pretty hard to reach down to that that Fun Time Johnny.
1: Funtime uh, uh, um, Fun Time Johnny, had
3: yeah, got burned like, that day.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's it. It's lost but um, but yeah I, I don't know I, at the moment I'm not at that stage of, of parenting but mm. but maybe I don't know what, what about you guys have you found it pretty hard when you know you're getting to that stage where you, you're having to you know actually mould your kids with some sort of discipline and having it, to go from author- authoritarian
1: I find it an amazing feature of being a dad Like, m- Mel, uh, like mums find it a lot harder I find but The amazing part for me about being a dad is the ability to go from the kids think you're going to kill them (laughs) to playing silly buggers and wrestling on the mat, you know, and they know both of those characters, but they still have that. you've, You've got that sort of umbrella of dad would never hurt me sort of thing, but they still know that. When you're angry, they need a fucking run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's I,
2: phenomenal. I did the, I did your dad voice for the oh, first yes. time. Gave it a go. What? Um, and it actually made my daughter cry. <laughs> 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 so my 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 general approach <laughs> is if they're being like they're playing up, um, and it's something I've learned with the second one uh, as well. Is I try I try and like to be. Patient, i you know i really try and put a pause on you know the authority and, and um putting that hat on and the easiest thing for me is just going full tickle you know oh they, nice. they think you're gonna get angry and then i'll start tickling them and they're like oh this is fun i to try that yeah yeah nice doesn't always work <laughs> dad pod is powered by smashing fibers apparel so check him out online or on instagram and use the code ship free at checkout for free shipping awesome so now sam we've, we've brought you in
1: and we, we think you're going to go pretty well on this no pressure but we are going to throw you straight into the how daddy you quiz how do you think it will go
3: i'm looking forward to this actually <laughs> outstanding um, I, I feel like i've grown and yeah, I've had a few injuries, so I feel like I'm going to be up there.
1: <laughs> awesome. We'll start off with your, your peak Sunday Arvo activity. What do you got?
0: Oh, I
3: love watching the footy. Oh. love watching my Cronulla Sharks.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he I'm lost gonna, out. I'm <laughs> a few from
1: that one. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, I think that's a pretty common theme yeah. with a lot of guys, <laughs> Sunday Arvo footy. Uh, one thing you can't go without daily.
3: Oh, It'd have to be coffee. Like, I feel like I'm up to, like, six. six <laughs> at least. I mean, is a double shot two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely yeah. six in. Nice, yeah. That's
3: not healthy, by the way. Don't do that. It's not- no, Probably. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty excessive. But no judgment, because we all got our own shit. Uh, what's one thing you do unintentionally that annoys your partner?
3: Um... Yeah, I just leave water bottles around in the house that are just, like, fully drunk, so they're just empty water bottles everywhere. And I think it's just, looking back on it now, actually, I'm just off the top of my head, it's probably getting back at her for, you know, the early days breastfeeding, where she'd just do the same thing. boobs
1: me. around everywhere.
3: Oh, well, yeah, no, it's just like I was, like, the water boy, just, you know, topping her up everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I feel so like many. I'm just subliminally getting her back. <laughs>
1: Go with that, for sure. So, we are, I take it you do grunt when you stand up?
3: Yeah, and down. And down. Pretty much grunt all the time, just <laughs> doing anything, putting my legs up now, I'm grunting.
1: <laughs> do you admire your lawn after you've mowed it?
3: I don't actually have a lawn, but I know that you've asked a few people this. <laughs> yeah, first home, but I've got to buy my first home first, but oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a guy's lawn around the corner and... Mate, he does a really good job. <laughs>
1: I'll just go around the corner and admire that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got to go and admire other people's ones.
1: Oh, man, for sure. you got to get, get amongst that. Um, now, what is your go-to daddy dinner?
3: Go-to daddy dinner? I guess at the moment it's, um, it's uh Wheat bits, smushed in with banana and uh blueberries but you can't give them blueberries that are you gotta squish them as well Yeah. <laughs> <You know, laughs> <to wash that.
0: laughs>
1: now camping or trip away are you going on the beach or are you going on the bush
3: go on the beach yes
1: good answer rinse your favourite coffee mug or do you wash it profusely
3: look I, I think I I wash it and then put it in the dishwasher <sighs>
1: So, yeah. You're washing out yeah, all the flavour.
2: <laughs> the hell! That's, what, that's the most divisive. Yeah. <laughs> sorry,
1: mate. I said at
3: the top that I love like my coffee. I gotta, I gotta keep it pure. <laughs> yeah,
1: fair enough. When I mean, you have six a day, you gotta keep it clean. Yeah, <laughs> there'd be too much flavour. Hey, uh, do you? Whenever you you walk outside and it's a nice day, are you one of those ones that just throws out Jesus day for it, mate?
3: Yeah all day
1: good all day yeah. it's constantly it's, letting everyone know it's, that it's a good day for it
3: that's it and if it's if it's cloudy it's going to burn off and be a day for it
1: <laughs> it's a day for it now you said you liked the sharks was it
3: yeah well that's where I grew up around Southern Shire so yeah, sharks are you're the a team. shy boy yeah I broke out um, maybe across a <laughs> couple of rivers that encapsulated it. <laughs> But yeah,
1: <laughs> love it. So, who's your favorite, uh, your favorite ever Sharks player?
3: Oh, it'd have to be Andrew Eddinghausen.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll have to give that ET. I know that one. Cam yeah. even knows ET. Yeah. How good is that? That's it. That's eight. I own home. That's, That's eight. eight. That's surprisingly good. Well done. Well done. Up there. And we didn't Thank even we. give it any bonus ones out either this week. So, <laughs> eight out of 10 is pretty good. Happy with that. <laughs>
2: All right, time for some dad jokes. Oh, um, yes, it's good. Nick, do you want to go first? I would
1: like to go first. So um, I walked into Maya, which I friggin' hate going to, but I had to get the wife a birthday present. So I, I walked up to the lady. I was like, how much for the funny smelling spray? And she's like, perfume? And I was like, no, per bottle.
2: <laughs> 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 he just gave me the... <sighs> Why did the child cross the playground? Go on. To get to the other slide.
3: Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right. How do you get Pokemon on the bus?
1: How? Something to do with
3: Oh, shit. I got that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how dad I am. That's awesome. Up dad joke.
0: Friggin'
1: butchered it, but I love it. Come on, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta say it now. What do you? What are you oh, <laughs> I gotta re-pitch it. How
3: do you get Pikachu on
0: the bus? <laughs>
1: yeah. Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Still, good. Good. <laughs> Still pay it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta stick with Pokemon theme because uh, the kids are obsessed with Pokemon at the moment. How freaking oh, expensive Pokemon are, are Pokemon cards? I wouldn't know. They They're still a 7 thing. bucks for a pack of 10. <laughs> are, are they still me? selling them? Oh, and and like I said in the intro, they've got like triple the amount of Pokemon that they used to be. So now, now you're like buying Pokemon cards for a collection of like 900. Jeez, you can never catch them all. I'm never going to catch them all, mainly because I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Definitely. Righto. So uh, we we throw into a few dad hacks.
2: Yeah, I got a good one. Um, oh, yes. So I went to a bucks party a buck. on the weekend, and always good. I was asked to do some do some games and you know some activities for the boys. Um, Bit of a strip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I my dad hack is um, you know if you ever need to do that you can then repurpose those activities and challenges into kids toys. So for example, for the stuff that I did I had bo- like boogie boards, pool noodles that people drank beer out of, all that kind of stuff. I'll give my of a wash and now they're the kids' toys. Hell yeah. So that's that is- dad hack and tight ass tip. Oh, he's doubled up in one hit.
1: That's awesome. Oh my goodness. What do you got, Sam?
3: Yeah, I guess um it's for new dads. I guess I fell victim to it. But um yeah, don't don't spend your money on on any of those toys that are out there. I mean, your kid's going to like them for about half a second. <laughs> and then and then when you pull out something mundane and, and boring or if you're out in the park, they're, they're always going to choose the stick. <laughs> oh, it doesn't
0: that's, that's the right.
3: 20, $20, 30 $40 dollars that you spend on these toys, just don't worry about it. Just use Facebook Marketplace if you uh, put your heart set on it. But, yeah,
0: Or yeah.
1: you could even take the box that it came in <laughs> to the park and yeah, find a grassy hill. Go.
3: That's it, but yeah, I, I think the the, the favorite August's favorite toy is um is the pastry brush or the butter brush. Oh, you
2: know, the one with the, we've, we're the same, mate. That's um that's oh, a favorite moment for my son.
3: It's next level.
2: <laughs> he Put gets all weird. Might, like my son, like strokes his
1: legs and strokes his cheeks with it. Oh, really? Yeah. Send him out the back and do my dad hack and just paint the get him to paint the fence with water. Shut him up for an <laughs> hour.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Hey, I've got a really good one. Um, I'm, I can't actually claim this one. I did see it online, but I thought all dads should know this because we all know how much kids love ripping toilet paper off the roll mm. and how fuck this shit amount is that. When you walk in and you like see a whole roll on the floor <laughs> and you're like, that was probably like $2.70 worth of toilet paper. Come on. It's and, not even about the mess. <laughs> oh, no, it's not even about the money yet. Yeah. So I saw that you can tie hair ties around it. Uh-huh. Throw a hair tie around the roll so that only the adults can use it. That's, they, yeah, I mean, that's smart. That's nice one.
3: Brilliant hack. Yeah,
1: for sure. Right.
3: my son, we've just he's worked out how to open the the bathroom door. We we turned it into an off limits area. We thought <laughs> if we um if we pull the roller door shut, then he wouldn't be able to work it out. But he's worked that out and straight in toilet roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's just like a moth to the flame. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I'm going to be using that tonight. That's awesome. <laughs> get the old hair tie out. That's it. Right. We're all here for the moment of the week, the shit dad moment of the week. What do you got, Ken?
2: Um. So both kids this week were had a bit of a bug from daycare, as Ugh. they often get. Yep. Usually passed it on to the mum and dad. Um. And one one night, my son was. Uh, it was early in the morning, so let's say kind of three three thirty. Um, he was making noises, and we we share a wall with him. We can often hear him and if he makes a bit of noise. Um, and he he made this weird noise, and my son said, my my wife said, "Can you check on him? He might have thrown up." I'm like, "Nah, nah, he's fine. Honestly, um, he'll be fine. Sorry about it. He'll actually sleep um, five thirty-six. Where he wakes up, go in." get him up um he's chirpy and happy and i look in there and he's been lying in vomit for about two hours oh, oh, I was like, oh sorry mate so i wasn't <laughs> expecting that <laughs> <laughs> what do you got sam
3: oh i looked after august I'll let mum go out to for all things it's called drag bingo i don't know what it is but
0: <laughs> yeah. anyway
3: looking after augie and He's gone to sleep, but I realised that you know he got to put some some of that cream that Mum was putting on his face because he had a bit of a rash around his uh, around his face. I guess he's teething or something. But you know, just diving through that nappy bag and just pulled out what I thought was um, you know the same cream, same tube, same colour, everything like that. It's all dark. We can't wake baby at the moment. Um, turns out. Uh, I, I pulled out the wrong tube I zinked up his entire face <laughs> With like SPF 50 <laughs> But uh Yeah I guess he wasn't going to get turned <laughs> overnight
1: As a redhead that's, but, yeah. uh, that's something I'll keep in my top drawer Just in case the moon shines through the window
3: <laughs> Yeah so that was my Shit dad moment where you know He just went to bed full full
1: sunscreen on his face. <laughs> so uh, my shit dad moment of the week was, um, so you, you remember me talking about the uh, the red crayon on the walls and no. the, uh, the bit of the fuck this shit I'm out moment. Yeah. Um, so my shit dad moment of the week was I made him stay upstairs and clean it. <laughs> Catch this though, with a baby wipe. Oh. Fuck if that's cleaning anything off a wall. He oh. was just, it was like a, a losing battle. It was just the, the punishment. Yeah. yeah. So oh. he stayed there for half an hour cleaning with a baby wipe. Nothing came off the wall. <laughs> so I said, you're staying up there until it comes off, and he was too scared to come downstairs. <laughs> so he stayed up there rubbing the wall with a baby wipe for about, oh, it would have been about 20 minutes. But, yeah, <laughs> then I went upstairs and took the, the right stuff up and helped him clean it off the oh, walls. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got some photos I'll put up on the socials of him cleaning the, all, his, uh, all his mess <laughs> off the walls. But, yeah. Shit Dad moment of the week. You taught him a good
2: lesson there. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any listener mail this week, Ken? No, because we're recording early this week. It's been a bit of a short one. So oh, that's wrong. right. So, shitdadpod at gmail.com. Send us a note. Um, you know, Whenever these little moments happen or any moments of inspiration. Uh, and also, obviously, uh, follow us at shitdadpod.com. On Instagram. You can also slide into our DMs
1: on there because we do read those as well, surprisingly. Because we're super famous, you know. Like, yeah, yeah we've got 7 billion followers. So <laughs> we can't sift through all of them, but we'll do our best. We get most of them, yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to uh, to follow Sam's Instagram page, dad.source, S O U R C E. Wait, that's how you spell source, right? Yes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so dad.source, you'll see some really good content. And uh, yeah, Sam, it's been. An absolute pleasure, pleasure having you on, mate. Uh, do you have any other bits of a wisdom or advice you'd like to share with the, the crew?
3: Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us on. And I mean, I guess the theme has been mental health, um, but uh, but yeah, I guess uh, yeah, I guess a quote that you guys could you know end it on is you know you can lose money and make it back, but you know you can't do that with time, so just make sure you spend time wisely and you know just uh putting putting yourself first so yeah hopefully it resonates with a few guys out there and yeah appreciate you guys having us on and
2: yeah that's great mate. yeah no great advice thank you very much for, for, for coming on um yeah been, been a great discussion and obviously uh you know, despite a few kind of technical difficulties and power outages, we got there in the end. So, yeah, really appreciate it, mate. We powered through. That's all good. So, yeah, thanks again. Still out,
3: guys. <laughs> in the dark.
1: <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, no. I hope your doors aren't electric. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, we're getting out.
1: For any friends, uh, friends, fans out there, the TV show friends, I'm stuck in a ATM vestibule with Jill Goodacre. <laughs> I watch way too much. <laughs> until next week crack a beer turn the volume of the footy up loud enough until the kids know they're being loud have a great week guys nice Peace. see you guys